All right, it's Sunday evening, and we are here at the end of the Astros-Yankees series. The Astros swept the Yankees this series, right? Uh, no. I think you're misremembering things there, Brett. Well, but we only gave up, our starters only gave up seven hits. Surely we won all four games. Are you saying we didn't win all four games? You did not win all four <sighs> games, no. That's right. We split the series, but you know, right now I'll take it. And Stace Scott Sula is, is here with us from Locked on Yankees. And we're going to talk about this. I really think, don't tell the other American League teams this, but I think this is the ALCS preview. We are the big dogs in the room. So let's talk about it. Hang out with us. Ask some questions. We got Locked on Astros, Locked on Yankees. We've teamed up. Let's go. You are Locked on Yankees. Your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are locked on Houston Astros, and we are your daily Astros podcast. I'm H. Town Wheelhouse. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at H. Town Wheelhouse. You can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. You can find the show at Locked on Astros on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you get it, even on Twitch. I mean, we're, we're everywhere. So we got a special guest, Stace Gatsoulis from Locked on Yankees. Tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter, uh, Stace Gotts, S-T-A-C-E-G-O-T-S, because my full name is too long. And you can find me at S-R Gotts on Instagram if you like cats, because that's mostly what I post about over on Instagram. And then Locked on Yankees, you know, if you just want to see what I'm tweeting over there. <laughs> there you go. I mean, and, you know, this this was a series. This This was, I think, everything what a lot of people build it to be. You know, we actually, we want you to make the Astros, you know, Locked on Astros your first listen. But if you're Locked on Yankees fan, we want you to make Locked on Yankees your first listen. And this show is brought to you by Bet Online. If you would have told me, okay, do you bet that the Astros are only going to give up seven hits for their starters and lose two of those games? I would have said there's no way. Um, but today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. They have you covered all season for more props, odds, and lines for more than any other site. Go to Bet Online. It's where the game starts. So, states, let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's get into this series. Um, we'll start with this game and then we'll kind of work backwards to the rest of the series. But Jose Arquiti comes out after a three pitcher no hitter, and we'll we'll talk about that later. But Jose Arquiti comes in, and honestly, when I'll be real honest. When Stanton hit the solo home run off of Rikiti, I did not realize that it was a no-hitter at that time. I, I don't know why I watched I every at-bat. <laughs> well, see, I watched every at-bat, and for some reason, I guess because of the day before, I don't know. Like, I guess I just went catatonic. But that was 16 and a thirds innings that yeah. we held y'all scoreless, which is a record. And coming in, you guys are one of the most prolific offenses Overall this year, I mean, you know, talk about your come from behind win. It was like, I think you're 23rd this year. Yeah. Um, but what did you think about Jose Arquiti on the mound? I mean, him and Nestor Cortez. I know Nestor, and you can speak to this here in a second. I know he's had his troubles lately. Yep. He didn't do too bad today, no. but his struggling, you would rather him struggle now than postseason, right? 
Sure. And I'd rather him struggle the way he's been struggling, where he's not struggling to the point where he's giving up nine runs and three innings, where he's only giving up three runs and kind of keeping the offense in so there's a chance that they can come back, because that seems to be the theme of the season so far. Um, if a starter sputters, the offense will back them up. Um, if the bullpen sputters, the offense will bail them out <laughs> with a walk-off or a comeback. Like, there's all different um, things going on with the team. I feel like they're... It was a combo of your pitchers, but the Yankees have been playing since June 14th straight, and they don't have an off day till July 4th. I don't know who made up the schedule. First of all, how are the Yankees not playing on July 4th? Hello, Yankee doodle dandy. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> exactly. So I, I, I feel like they hit a wall a bit, and, you know, you saw that Friday, yesterday, and into today. They just looked hungover, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't think y you they know, were, but, you and, know. Yeah, in the... In the Astros, actually, um, they went through a stretch of 34 games in 35 days. They've yeah. been – so the the onslaught or the gauntlet of the schedule, I think, is really crunched because we lost that week or so we lost those days. But it does seem like the Astros and the Yankees sort of drew the short straws in that. And I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know how that is. And, yeah. yeah, you're right. How are the Yankees – not playing on the 4th of July. I mean, you guys have presidents throw out first pitches there. I mean, it's the Yankees, you know. I mean, you're it's you're synonymous George Steinbrenner's with baseball. birthday. I know he's not it, around oh, anymore, man. but hello. Good Lord. Man, how's, <laughs> man, how's really going on the cheap, isn't he? Um, <laughs> no, but so, you know, Urquidy comes in, seven innings pitch, two walks, only three strikeouts. Right. You know, he pounds yeah, they were his hitting. Own. That's the they thing. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like they were flailing away and not making contact. It just wasn't great contact or it was going to people, like that sort of a thing. So it was just more frustrating on our end to watch that happen because they weren't flailing at pitches and striking out a lot and – yeah, it was just a strange it was a strange game all around. <laughs> now, this this is a question from Mr. Cantu. He says, Should we have walked judge? Um no, he said should have also walked judge, should have been oh, a no brainer. Face Rizzo? Well, I'm thinking pitch to Carpenter, walk judge, face face Rizzo. Like what's going on here? So it's like it's like my friend JC, who's actually from the Bronx, he's like, Hey, take your L's like a man, don't make excuses. But to start off, Stace, I don't yeah. know if you know this, but every game we had a three nothing lead. Yeah. At, I mean, even even the game we only scored three runs, you know, one in each of the last three innings. Yeah. Jose Altuve leads off with the home run. Yeah. I know you love Jose Altuve, right? Love him. Absolutely love him. Yes. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. We we've had this talk. You know, we hear the chance F Altuve and stuff. But you know what's funny is is in is in the psyche of our fans. I don't. I don't think it bothers our fans anymore because I think it's kind of lost its mystique or lost yeah. its like shock. Right? Yeah, it's, it's like at this point now I mean, it's almost may... like a goofy thing that they're doing. Like it's not even like they're yeah. not even angry anymore. It's just one of those things that like Boston when they chant right um, Yankee suck. Yeah, when exactly. they're not playing the Yankees and the Yankees have nothing to do with anything that's happening in Boston, it's the same kind of thing. It's just it's stupid. I wouldn't do it if I were at a game, but. You know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you 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 even had local local guys like John Boy saying, "Can we just stop with the FL Juve chance?" It's like every, every time he does it, he does something to y'all back. Um, and then even even our announcers, and the reason why I bring this up, and they're like, you know, it's actually kind of a badge of honor at this point. Like sure. they know how good this guy is. Like, well, yeah, like, they don't. Oh, crap, you don't boo bad players, and you don't chant. <laughs> 
the F word at a bad player. <laughs> like, right. That's not how yeah. it works. Yeah, exactly. But so we get that Altuve first pitch fastball home run. The fourth inning, Yuli gets a single. Jeremy Pena followed up with the double, you know, a, a double down the third baseline. Dubon gets up. They get three straight hits. They go up three to nothing. You think, okay, they're skating through this. The no hitters going on um, in the fifth inning. Altuve reaches base for the third time. Then with basically a four-man outfield, Alex Bregman gets on. You're thinking, okay, they're going to score some more. And the next inning comes up, Stanton breaks up the no-hitter. Stanton coming into this series was like three for 29 or three or two for 30. And he was really kind of in a slump. But it seems like every hit he got in the series was, was a home like- run. And the first 12 runs of this series were all three-run home runs. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that is. That's crazy. Yeah. Between the two so, teams, that was insane. I was like, who's going to hit the three run home run today? <laughs> so when, so when, when we look at these teams, obviously the Yankees have the better record right now. They've, you know, we split the series. We have an odd five ten game here in Houston next Thursday with y'all. Yeah. It's a makeup from odd. the games exactly. that were missed in the first week. Yeah. Which I think I'm going to go to, cause why wouldn't you go to a five ten Thursday game if the Yankees are in town, right. um, no matter what the cost is. And then in July, we got a series here. And the last time y'all came to Houston, y'all won the series, but Jose Altuve had that famous walk-off home run where they ripped his jersey off and it was a big thing. And, and Garrett you know, Cole had a complete game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Series. No. <laughs> that was, you know, but it seems like there's no shortage of fireworks between these two teams. I think these two teams don't like each other, but I think they respect each other, right? Like the Yankees know – you think they respect each other a little bit i think they do but i don't think it's a i don't think they i don't think the yankees dislike them because there are different players on the team now like there's been so much turnover since 2017 True. that i don't think i don't think it's a hate thing it's not like it you know i grew up being told by my dad that i was supposed to not like the red Sox, not like the royals and not like the dodgers those were the three teams that we didn't like as Yankee fans. Mets had nothing to do with it. No matter what everyone says about the Mets and the Yankees being rivals, they're not. Okay, I'm telling you right now, as a soon-to-be 48-year-old person, they're not. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's not like that. You know, the, the Red Sox and Yankees legitimately hated each other in the late 70s to the point where oh, they yeah. would try and beat each other up. And it's not it's not the same now. I kind of miss that a little bit, but it's not the same. I know. And, I mean, we kind of actually had an actual fisticuffs brawl with between the Mariners and the Angels. And, wouldn't you know, Scott Service is instigating stuff again. See, maybe I'm on to something with Scott Service starting crap with the Astros. <laughs> but, you know what, maybe he needs athletic greens, Okay. AG1 is the go-to source for health, for health benefits. I mean, say there are so many people out here that they they spend so much money on vitamin regimens, on health plans. What's cool is the founder of, of AG1 got tired of his gut health issues. He got tired of not being healthy. And he's like, how can I get all the vitamins I need and not spend an arm and a leg? And just for maybe a cup of coffee a day, if you go to Starbucks, you go to your local coffee shop every day, you're spending four or five bucks. So why not take that and invest in, AG1, which is 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and antigens to help start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, which I am, and all these things. And so the thing I love about AG1 is it's a product you can trust. It's a company you can trust. They they give back to the community. They're 
carbon neutral. I mean, they do a lot of things for a lot of people. So if that's your thing, you're like, oh, I want my kid, I want my company to be environmentally friendly. They're your guy. I want my company to give back to the community. They're your guy. They are who you go to. And with 70, with 7,000 five-star reviews, you can't go wrong. Top medical professionals. So this is what we're going to do. For Locked On Astros and Locked On Yankees listeners, we're going to make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance today. Now, Stace, I want to, I want to focus on some players, Okay. Um, before we talk about the no hitter and some other things, I want to focus on Jordan Alvarez. What, what is the buzz about Jordan Alvarez in New York? Is he another menacing, like, you know, Altuve, you guys know what you got. You guys got a guy who's clutch. Jordan Alvarez seems to hit anything that's up there. It was, it was uncharacteristic of him striking out. Someone mentioned, why did he sit? Well, he sat today. His hand was a little sore, so they're kind of nursing that. But what is the thought of the thoughts on Jordan Alvarez coming out of New York because he seems to be having an MVP like season. Um, yeah, he's one of those guys we don't feel comfortable seeing in the box. Um, not as uncomfortable as Altuve, but in well, almost. It's in a different way because he really can hit a home run every single time he's in the box. You know, like Altuve will hit a bunch of doubles like he did the other day. Um, he'll hit a home run, but I feel like Alvarez, it's always home runs and they're always monster home runs. And uh, yeah, it feels like like back in the 90s when the Yankees would play like the Indians and all those big guys would come up and I would just be terrified, like, you know, Tomei and, and oh, even like Manny yeah. Ramirez and like all those guys. So Or even Albert Bell back in the day. Right, yeah. You know, <laughs> that, that guy was, I mean, you, you, you were just afraid Albert Bell was going to snap. I mean, and that was, bef- <laughs> that was, that was pre-Astros American League days. Right. But, you know, this is weird because the Houston Astros – seem to have some magic, seem to have some mojo against the Yankees when it comes to games that count the playoffs. And we'll talk about that. And I think this year's ALCS is going to depend a lot on do the Yankees keep their top spot in the AL and can the Astros leapfrog them? Because I really believe this is a two-horse race. Now, I'm not dis- I'm not saying other teams won't compete and other teams won't push both of our teams. But I really see us as the two big dogs on the porch. And if either one of us isn't there in the ALCS, personally, it's a disappointment, I think. I won't make any predictions because I don't like doing that. I've learned that right. lesson a long time ago. Um, oh, right. No, no. I'm just saying for the product they give us, right, in right. the series we just had, like it makes sense. It's like, okay, logic tells you these are the two best teams in the AL. Now, it's funny. Um you were talking about, yes, you guys have won big games, but neck and neck since 2017, the record is very close. Oh, it is. Oh, Almost. yeah. It, this isn't like this isn't a Yankees Minnesota situation where the Yankees have been beating up on Minnesota literally for 22 or 20 years, which I still don't understand how. I don't get it. I don't understand why, because those teams, some of those teams were really good, the Minnesota teams, and the Yankees just. It's such a strange thing. So it's not that sort of a situation. It is very close. Oh no, yeah, I've actually 2017. So, so I've actually got it right here. So I went back to 2000, and I said since 2000, of course, the Astros won this poll. Is an Astros bias poll a little bit? But I said since 2000, the Yankees are 
uh, are up on us, 37 to 27 in the regular season. Since 2015, y'all are up 22 to 21. Right. It's like it's really literally, close. Yeah. It's very close. And of course, this poll is 80%. Who do you think, I said, if the Astros and Yankees were in the same division, who do you think would have the better head to head record? Of course, 80% said Astros. I think it was a little skewed because the of the audience. <laughs> can you imagine? Can oh you God. imagine if they went to conferences like the NBA? My brother I mean, wants that. I think my brother wants that to happen. He has a whole system that he's been talking about since 2004 to try and get baseball to get rid of the divisions and move everything around. I want to get him on my show to explain it to everyone because it is actually interesting because <laughs> that would be something. But even now, yeah, exactly. AL East is, I mean, even Baltimore, they're not as terrible as everyone thought they were going to be. So the AL East is actually pretty good bunched together. So, yeah. Exactly. You know, it's funny. As we're sitting here having this civil conversation, I'm looking at the comment section. I don't know if you can see them from your side. They're they're kind of going back and forth at each other. Hey, yeah. <laughs> let's let's keep it civil, guys and girls. See how nice we're, we're all being here. to each other? Come on, guys. <laughs> we're trying to lead by example. Yeah. Um, but... But, you know, we so we had Jake Myers come back. We had Jeremy Pena come back. We don't have Lance McCullers Jr. If Lance McCullers Jr. comes back, I think that's a problem for any opposing team because um, he hasn't pitched all year. I think that bodes well for him. And if he can come back healthy and Odorizzi, I actually got to see Odorizzi pitch the other day um, in AAA, his first rehab um, stint back. And he looked good on the map. I mean, he looked really good. He looked comfortable. He, I mean, he gave up. He gave up a couple runs, but he got two strikeouts. He had two walks, but he still looked like he looked like he was doing his thing. Um, you guys, there are are there any injuries right now that that you guys have to worry about now? What do we know about Glaber Torres? It's a sprain. On his foot? It's a sprain. Okay. The, the x-rays came back negative. Thank goodness, because the way he fell down and the way he couldn't get back up, my heart stopped because he's having a really good comeback season, and that just really would have been a big blow. So... You know, I wouldn't expect him to be playing against the A's on Monday, maybe not even Tuesday, but hopefully he'll be back. But injury-wise, Chapman's on the way back, Herman is on the way back, Loisaga's on the way back, and even Zach Britton, who had his elbow fixed uh, late last year, is already throwing, and they're looking at late July, early August for him. So Wow. The, but yeah, yeah. It looks like the bullpen will have enforcements you know, there are some guys you can shuffle around, and it's mostly pitching injuries. Knocking on wood, because the Yankees have always had so many injury <laughs> issues the last few seasons. It's like, mm, let's, ugh. okay. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm just making sure you're not you're not banging any trash cans or you have any um, cameras in the outfield no. watching this broadcast. <laughs> hey, my, my cat's coming into the shot. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> tell your, tell your hey to be an Astros fan. It's okay. Um, no, but <laughs> seriously, so this combined no hitter, I mean, we got to talk about it because you guys have only been no hit twice since 1958 and the Astros both, did it all, both times. All three. No, all, all in Yankee times, stadium. All three times that all the Yankees times. have been no hit. They've made it to the world series. They may not have won the world really? series, but they've made it to the world oh, series all three years. Oh, look mm -hmm. at you. Look at you drawing the parallels that I don't want to draw. Um, I like it. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, not, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Wait, hold no, wait, on. You told me you were There was one interesting thing that we were talking about before. Wait, hold on. Just quickly. Yeah. We're talking about the judge, yeah. not walking judge to face Rizzo. Um, Tango Tiger, who helped write the book, the big giant. 
He said that according to the chart that they have in the book, if expected WOBA, W-O-B-A, of Judge mm-hmm. is 1.16x or higher than of Rizzo, then you walk Judge. Now, Rizzo is at a three, no, excuse me, Judge is at a 382, Rizzo's at a 349, so it's only 1.09, so Dusty Baker was actually right not walking, <laughs> not walking really? Judge, to, yeah, oh, according wow. to the book, according to the sabermetrics, wow. he oh, actually made gosh. the right decision, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I Wow. I didn't realize. Okay. Good deal. Thank you for bringing that. See, I, I love that stuff because I don't, I don't ever catch anything. It's funny. My, um, my driver's ed teacher wrote in the note, one of the notes that said, Brett seems to not pay attention to details. So that's probably why I have so many typos when I tweet <laughs> and, you know, but Saturday's game was an epic matchup because Christian Javier went toe to toe with Garrett Cole. Right. And if you told me, okay, you've got Garrett Cole on the mound, you got Christian Javier on the mound, the way Garrett Cole's pitching this year, who do you think wins that matchup? I'm thinking, well, you know, Javier have a good game, but I, I just I just think Garrett Cole just has the edge. He's at Yankee Stadium, he's been pitching well. And Cole not only got beat, but Javier had thirteen strikeouts. And the only reason not, why not by much though. It wasn't no, like <laughs> No, no, it wasn't. I mean, that was but a good start I, from Cole. <laughs> But you know? but here's the thing we so we have some major questions on the Astros side because when Odorizzi and when McCullers comes back um, the question is does Javier or or Kitty go back to the pin and both of them it's like they're making it hard to move them anywhere like you know have you heard of a seven man rotation I mean I mean that is I think a luxury we have now going forward with you guys um, Cole is your number one guy is Severino or Nestor Cortez your number two. Well, it's funny because up until about a week and a half ago, I would have said Nestor was number one, Cole was number two, Tyone was number three, but very close with Severino. Severino four, Montgomery five. That would have been my order. Yeah. Like a week week and a half, two weeks ago when Nestor started slowing down exactly. a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Tyone has had a little bit of trouble lately um, as well, but there was a stretch there where the starters were just unbelievable to watch all of them and you know Jordan Montgomery is quietly having a good year and he's not a bad number five to have in the rotation really I think a lot of people would like to have that yeah yeah exactly now what what this makes me think of is Blue Nile and see Blue Nile is a jeweler that people used to go to when they were like they were like high-income individuals but what's cool about BlueNile.com is you can go there and you can find jewelry at any price point you can talk to their jewelers online or you can chat with them and they'll let you pick out a gemstone find jewelry if you need something for dinner you know tennis bracelet whatever you need they have it they have it for your special someone if you're getting engaged they have i mean all the things you want in a diamond if you want to pick the clarity if you want the setting the shape the size they give you all that they let you work and they say okay what's your budget you give them your budget and they work with you they create a one of a kind kind of like a sports car collection where they have the one of one cards they had these one-of-one one rings and just fine jewelry. I want you to check it out. So if you're looking for the engagement ring of her dreams, these simple tools will help you pick this out. And she and like she won't be mad at you because it will be a great gift. And I love this because for our listeners, whether you're locked on Astros or locked on Yankees listeners, they are giving you all $50 off a purchase of $500 or more. And it is exclusive to this podcast, to all of our podcasts, and it includes engagement rings. Use the promo code locked on. That's locked on plus every order is insured. 
ships free and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Um, so Stace, the Houston Astros were supposed to come in here and there was a lot of talk. They're facing New York, the Giants of New York, the, the no pun intended with the Giants not being here anymore, the Mets, the Yankees. You know, how are they going to fare? And I, I think a lot of people that I talked to were like, oh, yeah, well, you know, the Yankees are really going to take it to and the Mets are like, they're, they're crushing it. So they sweep the Mets in the two games, and then they come to New York and they split. So we're four and two in our last six games. You guys just played 13 straight games against winners, and y'all went nine and four. Are you a little – are you concerned at all with the lack of hitting – that the Yankees did against the Astros pitching, or do you just think the Astros pitching just had the better, better end of it most of the time? Yeah, I'm not worried. Okay. They were bound to okay. hit a wall at some point. You know, I <laughs> I spoke about this stretch for a while. Like I was warning my viewers and listeners. I said, you know, look out for this because it's Rays, Jays, Rays, Astros, A's. One game against the Astros. Just like no break until July 4th. Um, you know. Sweeping the Rays at home, then two out of three against the Blue Jays, two out of three against the Rays. And I'm more concerned, no offense, Astro, Astros fans, I'm more concerned with how the Yankees are doing in division, and they're doing much better in division this year than they did last season, and that was a big issue and why they didn't win as many games, um, <clears throat> you know, as many games as they were projected to win. Not that 92 is a bad win total. <laughs> I mean, any other year, right. 92 would be great. Um, but yeah. I said on my show on Friday, I said, I will be happy with a split and I'm happy with a split and I'm happy that it was sandwiched too, because I always talk about it on my show. I don't know if you ever say this, but when a team wins a series, but they lose the last game, it almost feels negative because they lost that last game. And that's like the mm -hmm. last thought in your mind and it's better to win the last game. And so I'm happy with the split. Well, good. Good. I mean, you know, I think I think we are too. Sorry, I'm I'm actually on the other page right now. I'm having to block some things that are in the chat that shouldn't be there. Um, we got bots in here. It's it's amazing. I love it. Um, I do not know who has the time of day to put a to put a bot in here um, for something that should not be in here. Anyways, I digress. Sorry, I was I was having to focus on that. But I I really think the Houston Astros and the Yankees are the two teams to beat. You know the Astros. I mean, let's just state the obvious: five straight ALCS. I mean, that is that is really unheard of in these days with all the different teams that do make it to the playoffs with the with the birth of the wild card. Um, you know, I joked on there on our on our little uh, Twitter DM with the other host. Hey, this is the ALCS preview, and of course, Sully had to come in and say, "Um, I'm picking the I'm picking the Indians in the Rays," and I'm like, "You would?" And he goes, "You know, at least one bad team usually makes it." I'm like, "Well, you know, that's that's kind of that's kind of true," but. I like where the Astros are. Um, I know two or three weeks ago there were there was a lot of people worried. Now our questions are, who do we go get? Do we do we do we? I mean, I think we need a left-handed relief pitcher. I I like our back end, but Matan has been very pedestrian. Uh, Matan has not been ice in the veins. Phil Matan, when we got him last year from Cleveland, he's still a very good option, but he's been very hittable lately. And I think if Jake Myers works out, I don't think we need to worry about center field. But we definitely need to go out and get someone in the bullpen. If Myers isn't working out, maybe they go out and get someone for center field. But 
Are, do you think the Yankees are going to be active at the trade deadline? I think so. Um, they still have some needs. Um, I would say maybe another left-handed bat because Gallo's not doing much. And I feel like their pitching is okay right now. And they're, like I said earlier, they're getting a bunch of guys back. I really feel like it's um, the offense just needs like maybe one piece, maybe two. <laughs> and yeah. after that, it would be um, because I, I feel like Cashman is probably going to be like, you know what? We're going to try and go for this. We're going to go for it because everyone was mad that they didn't go after Carlos Correa. They were mad that um, they signed Anthony Rizzo, didn't go after Freddie Freeman or like didn't even go after. I didn't think the Yankees were going to get any of these guys, right. but I just wanted them to do something. And I mean... They're 53 and 20. I can't really complain, you know? Yeah. I, you know, it's, well, and, you know, every time every time anyone would get somewhat negative, they'd be like, guys, we have like a 10 and a half game lead on the West. We're 45 and 26. Right. I mean, yeah. what are y'all crying about? Well, someone and, said that about the Red Sox. They're 18 and four in their last 22, or at least before today's yeah. games, and they gained like one and a half games on the Yankees. So, you know. No, yeah, and um, I think this person makes a good point right here. He says, e even though the series tied, I think many people realize the Astros are still a major threat. I mean, the best offense didn't get a hit for 16 innings. and, and They so reverted back to 2021 <laughs> for those two games. Yeah. It was like watching the 2021 team again, and I was sitting there going, oh, man. Oh, no. But they lose two in a row, and last year this probably would have spread out into a three- or four-game losing streak, mm. and they're not doing that this season. So... Well, Again, and I'm you know, happy with the split. <laughs> yeah, and another thing that I saw that was a little, a little that's still concerning me that I really want the Astros to do a better job of fixing, and that is hitting with runners in scoring position. Um, we've we started Bregman started picking things up. I mean, I would love Bregman to be one for three every game um, because for a while there he wasn't hitting. I mean, mm -hmm. we were one for seven with runners in scoring position today. Um, runners left in scoring position with two outs. We had Brantley, Tucker, and Guriel was left there twice. So that is just one of those things where it's like, you know, come on. Like, we've got to start. We've got to start doing this. We've got to start scoring when there is somebody that is on base. we got to get them home. Because like we saw today, example number 8,000, because you didn't score enough runs, the Yankees were able to come back, and they were able to. So 23 of your 52 wins are come from behind wins. Yeah. Is that some sort of a record? Because that's over. That's almost half. I know. I'm not sure. And uh, they're up to 10 walk-offs. No, wait. Yes, 10. And what's funny about the walk-offs is up until today when they had nine, it was, um, wait, no, what, what was it? Each walk-off was two guys, or one guy had two walk-offs. Trevino had two walk-offs. Okay. Donaldson's had two walk-offs. Judge had two walk-offs. Um, Rizzo was the only one that had a single. I think that's what it was. So I was kind See, of like, when when everything was happening in the 10th, I thought, oh my God, if Rizzo gets the walk-off, he's going to make it even, and they're all going to have two again. See, Stace, now you're just flexing. Like, you're, you're no, doing this like, I'm just saying it's so odd. Because in 2009, <laughs> when they had all those walk-offs, they had like 17 of them. It was mostly different guys. A couple of guys, I think Cano, 
um, A-Rod and Melky Cabrera had like at least two. And then it was spread out among everyone. Like really strange. So no. I don't know. I mean, Josh Donaldson and Jose Trevino have two walk-offs each. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just no, a weird and, season so far. You know, in, in baseball, such a funny sport. Donaldson goes from Yankees critic to Yankees like fans love them, right? Um, and well, then, um, well, I, I don't know. That. If that, well, well, okay. <laughs> Let's just say everything's love hate in New York, right? right? Like the love is definitely conditional in New York. I'll yeah. just say that straight up. Is that a, is that a correct assessment of your fans? Oh yeah. oh yeah. Like they can love you one day, but man, they will want you missing the you next. You could hit a walk off um, home run, and if you strike out twice the next day in your first two at bats, they'll boo you. That's just the way exactly. It is. <laughs> so. So Dwayne asked, what is the walk-off record between the Yanks and the Astros? I don't know. I mean, you know, we know Altuve's had his walk-offs. Y'all have had a couple this week. I mean, that would be interesting to go back and look at all the games we played, how many of them have been walk-offs. And that says something about this team, and that is why you probably shouldn't bet the under in any of these games, even though the 3 to nothing game on Saturday, you should probably bet the over. If the if the under's two on this, on the Yankees-Astros, I'm no betting expert, but I would say bet the over every time. And if you want to know more information about betting, go to betonline.net with your number one source for all your betting needs and pro, and pro sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball. And who are you voting for, for AL MVP? Are you voting Judge? No. Are you voting Jordan Alvarez? Of course. Are you voting Otani? No, he'll get the Cy Young. Oh, wait, never mind. That's Justin Verlander. I mean, the Astros have a legit rookie of the year, Cy Young, and MVP contender. But if you want to put something down on those names, you go do it. Whether you like the Yankees or the Astros, it doesn't matter. Bet Online remains the number one sport source for all sports betting needs. They have podcast news and everything you want boxing, golf, MMA. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device and learn. More about the trends in action, bet online where the game starts. So let me ask you, is Jordan Alvarez and Aaron Judge, are they one and two for the MVP? Or, I mean, the MVP race this year is hot. Is right. I mean, it's crazy how good some of these guys are. Yeah. Um, I feel like right now they'd be one and two. Um, you could switch them back and forth. They're, oh they're yeah, easily. Um, I just—it's so funny because Judge didn't—he—he he had issues walking off, <laughs> and now it feels like he's feeling really comfortable. And you know, the arbitration thing didn't happen on Friday that was supposed to happen. They settled. He seems settled now. Although I kind of—I don't know—part of me was hoping that the Yankees would have pissed him off and then he would have hit even more. But I'll, I'll <laughs> no, I'll take we don't. This. We don't. Not this series. <laughs> but no, but but okay. So so let me ask you: Do you think that if the Yankees, let's say, okay, Yankees lose, don't win the World Series, does Aaron Judge stay or go? Yankees win the World Series, Judge stay. Which scenario do you think he's most likely to stay? Because I'll tell you my answer after you tell me yours. Hmm. I would think just from the way other players have been in the past that I think that if they don't win the World Series, I think he'd want to stay and try and help them win the World Series because okay. he's, they're the only team he's played with. And I think that he, well, I know he enjoys playing in New York. Um, 
I think it might be one of those situations where you think he's going to go somewhere else and then the Yankees will swoop in and be like, no, 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 we're taking him back. Um, but you never know. I mean, stranger things have happened. <laughs> so, so I'm going to pose this question to you. You can only take one or the other. Okay. Aaron Judge, long-term contract, long-time Yankee, and no World Series. Okay. Or one World Series and Aaron Judge walks after this year. <laughs> well, personally, <laughs> I've been alive since 1974. Not that I remember 77 and 78, but I've seen a bunch of World Series, and I would take, hmm, ooh, this is tough, See? actually. That's a good thinking question. Yeah. I'm not, hmm, ooh. I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't know, because he is on the wrong side of 30. I mean, he literally just turned 30 two months ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, he's so you know, old. I know. Long term, meaning like at least like seven years, right? Okay, yeah. So he's playing till he's like 37, 38. I think I would take Judge coming back. You <laughs> take like, Judge coming back? Okay, okay. Uh, no, that is, no. They're going to be like, what do you mean? But no, we won another title. Well, yeah. you know, and you know, for Astros fans, I mean, gosh, 21, you know, I, w I was at game two. My son and I was the first time we ever went to a World Series game. And I never felt like we had we had a winning ch I, I didn't feel like we had a chance in that series after after game two. I just feel like the Astros were they were overmatched. Braves were just playing better. The Braves but were they, amazing last year with they what were. they ended up doing. Yeah. But Crazy. the 2019 World Series is is still probably the most painful of them all because we should have won that world series. I mean, we had the lead and, and that, that pitching change that happened and shouldn't have happened when Will Harris gave up the home run to Kendrick. I mean, it, it was like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, that is such a painful memory for Astros, but because of 17, the Astros really do need another world series because they need that one series to get the monkey off their back per se, because it is just, it, I mean, it's going to linger, and it's going to be here probably until the end of time, right? Mm -hmm. um, but the Astros are a very good team, and I think they don't get a lot of credit because of that. But this year, it seems like if they can get over that hump and they can win, no offense to Yankees fans, then I think it'll be a very, very good thing for our bar, for our ball club. Um, I, don't, I don't know. The baseball world will still hate us, but who cares, right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, in 2019, I think if the Yankees had won the ALCS, they would have lost to the Nationals. It kind of felt like it was the Nationals' destiny to win that year, and especially the way they won all the games on the road. Like, who does that in a World right. Series? Like, that was really, yeah, it felt like they were destined to win, and no matter who they were facing, they were going to win. Like, it just felt that way. It was really strange. Exactly. So you guys got Nestor Cortez. You've got Garrett Cole. We've got Justin Verlander. Um, I think we've got some guys that at the end of the year will get some Cy Young votes. Oh, yeah. And um, it looks like it's going to be a good season. Um, we'll see y'all again on Thursday. It'd be really cool if Locked On could, like, fly us around and, like, help us follow the team, wouldn't it? I haven't that even been be... to a game yet this season. That would oh, be nice. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, one. and I <laughs> – oh, I had so many friends at the game this weekend. And um, I've got some buddies of mine. They're like, hey, man, are you coming? I'm like, no, not this year. But next year. I'm looking at coming out to Yankee Stadium. If I do that, we'll definitely have to we'll have to go to a game together. That'd be that'd be cool. Yeah, um, experience the game together. Locked on Astros, locked on Yankees. Join join forces. We could get in a really really cool brawl. And I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but you know, Stace. Um, I, ha any... I have been working out a lot lately. I'm 
I yeah. see that. I know. Sun's <laughs> out, guns out. Why not? I mean, I see you flexing those muscles. I'm, I'm glad I didn't. I didn't try to flex because you definitely got me beat. Um, tell us any any closing thoughts um, for the Astros fans and for the Yankees fans out there. Just that you know, aside from the fact that you know they've had this rivalry going on for the last five years, just be thankful that you have two good teams to watch, and that when they do play, it's always exciting. You know, like it, it's always like this when they play, and that's what's great about it you know it feels like when the Yankees and Red Sox were constantly matched up against each other in the early 2000s it's that sort of thing again and um yeah just be lucky that you have these two teams to watch that are really good and you know enjoy this enjoy the season exactly and the last time that I saw Garrett Cole pitch as a Yankee was when he yelled at Boone and said I'm not coming out and (laughs) The last time I saw him pitch as an Astro was against the Rays in the playoffs in the ALDS. And so both times I've seen him pitch, but the last two times, he's been absolutely dominant. God, I hope he's not that good when he comes to Houston if we play <laughs> against him. But, you know, Yankees fans, I love it. I love interacting with you guys. Some of y'all take it a little too seriously. Some of us take it a little too seriously. But at the end of the day, it's baseball and it's fun. And with everything else going on in the world, it's nice to get away and get an escape and just talk about what we love. Stace, tell them where they can find you one more time before we close out. I'm on Twitter at Stace Gotts, S-T-A-C-E-G-O-T-S. You can find me at Locked on Yankees, all one word, both on Twitter and Instagram. I have to start updating Instagram again. And (laughs) um, my personal account on Instagram, if you like cats, I have a ton of them and I take pictures of them. That's (laughs) SR Gotts. Nice. I like it. Well, hey, you know, thanks for making Locked on Astros and Locked on Yankees your first listen every day. And, you know, Stay tuned because I know for me, Monday coming up, I've got Luke Berryhill. I don't know if we're going to go live or not on that, but I um, he is one of the hot-hitting catchers for the Corpus Christi Hooks. I know Stace will have their next preview, whether it's a post-game, whether it's a series preview. She does a great job. She brings on hosts from other shows as well, other Locked On shows. And make sure that you go check out Locked On Prospects because Locked On MLB Prospects, is a place where we have a guy named Lindsey Crosby. And if you've watched our episode that we did preseason about Jeremy Pena, um, we're going to revisit that, okay? And check him out because the draft is right around the corner. It's a little more than a month away, a little less than a month away, actually, if you're listening on Monday. And it's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Be looking. We're going to also wait till Forrest Whitley gets another few starts under his belt. We're going to break him down. We're going to talk about him as mechanics, what he's looking like. So stay tuned for that. We're Locked on Astros. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. She's Stace Gatsoulis from Locked on Yankees podcast, pointing that way. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you all for being civil in the comments. And as always, tell someone, (laughs) tell someone about our show. Tell someone that you know that loves the Yankees, that loves the Astros, about Locked on Astros and Locked on Yankees. We are your team every day.